It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. So in today's episode, we'll look at some takeaways from the weekend, waiver wire options, uh, injury updates, uh, and then matchups and DFS value plays for Monday. Uh, let's start with some takeaways from the weekend. And uh, Sunday, uh, Angels starting pitcher and DH Shohei Otani uh, had the hardest hit home run of the season, 115.2 miles per hour, and threw a pitch 100.6 uh, miles per hour, the fastest of any starter. This is, in an extremely small sample, uh, sort of the ideal version of, of what the Angels can get out of Otani. Uh, if he can pitch uh, like an ace uh, and can you know deliver legitimate home run power, uh, and he, he certainly showed uh, more uh, capability, I guess, with the bat uh, early in his career, uh, and ran into health problems uh, pitching, and that is probably still going to be a risk. Uh, but uh, if Otani is, uh, you know, able to kind of take a regular turn in the rotation and then also, you know, hit 25-plus home runs, uh, the Angels will really be uh, off to the races. Uh, and, you know, given given how poorly last season went for Otani, he hit 190. Uh, he made, like, two appearances on the mound before they shut him down as a pitcher. Uh, last night's uh, start, uh, against the White Sox was encouraging. Now, he also had to leave the game when he got uh, uh, kind of a, a collision at home plate that uh, took out took him out of the lower body. Uh, hopefully that there's nothing uh, serious to come out of that. Uh, but uh, the the initial signs uh, are really encouraging for Shohei Otani. Now, for the White Sox, uh, D.H. Yermin Mercedes, uh, who's 28 years old, he opened the season with eight hits uh, in his first eight at-bats. Uh, and so, you know, everyone has raced to the to the waiver wire to grab uh, Yerman Mercedes, and uh, believe it or not, he's not going to continue getting hit every single time he comes up. Uh, but there, there is at least some reason to be optimistic about his, uh, you know, production at the plate. In 2019, when he was in Double A AA and Triple A, uh, he hit 23 home runs while hitting 317 with a 968 OPS. Right? There's, you, you'd be happy to give uh, that player uh, a shot in Major League Baseball. Now he's 28 years old and kind of just getting started, so a bit of a late bloomer. Uh, but uh, given the opportunity that uh, is coming in Chicago with Eloy Jimenez out, uh, Mercedes might be able to uh, you know, stick in a regular role if he keeps hitting. Uh, there were encouraging returns for Arizona center fielder Cattell Marte, uh, who had a down season in 2020, but he was 9 for 16 uh, to open the season. He has two home runs and two doubles uh, included in that. And so, you know, he had... Uh, looked like one of the one of the top stars in baseball in 2019. So, uh, kind of getting back on track there, uh, pretty positive sign for Arizona. Uh, same for Boston DH JD Martinez, who you know has been one of the top power hitters uh, in baseball for a while, but 2020 just kind of went sideways for him. Uh, he's opened the season six for 12, home run and three doubles. Uh, so that's uh, encouraging there. Uh, and Houston's third baseman Alex Bregman. Uh, six for 12 with two home runs and uh, 
Houston is is likely going to face uh, the wrath of fans this year. They didn't have to deal with it uh, in 2020, uh, but uh, you know there, there's still going to be some lingering resentment uh, over the trash can uh, uh, scandal from from previous years. And so uh, Bregman has managed to uh, get off to a strong start, and second baseman Jose Altuve uh, has scored eight runs in four games uh, for the Astros. So. Uh, th- those are two of the the uh, kind of considered main culprits, at least in, in the eyes of the public. Uh, and so it's always interesting to see how, how they uh, fare now that we are sort of beyond uh, the the cheating days. Uh, Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins off to a great start. Nine for 14, scored four runs in three games. Uh, the Orioles off to uh, a surprising start in their own right. Uh, Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India uh, went five for 11 uh, to start his major league career. Uh, and uh, I know when uh, he got the, the job for opening day, I didn't necessarily think that that was going to have a fantasy impact, and it still might not. Uh, but uh, in the uh, early going, if you're looking for a middle infielder, you can maybe play on India uh, with, with a chance at the potential and upside because he was a, a fifth overall pick in the draft. So you know that you would expect that the Reds have high expectations for him. Uh, also, uh, uh, somewhat of a surprise starter uh, is Kansas City's right fielder Kyle Isbell. Uh, and he's five for 13 uh, to start his major league career. And so uh, another player who maybe didn't come into the season with high expectations, uh, but has an opportunity here uh, getting regular playing time right off the bat. Uh, and we've got Miami second baseman Jazz Chisholm, Chicago Cubs shortstop Javi Baez, Blue Jays second baseman Marcus Semyon, and Rockies second baseman Chris Owings, as well as Yankees outfielder Mike Talkman. They've each stolen two bases already, which... Uh, small sample of games to have two bases, but uh, good for them. And the interesting part, I guess, is that base runners in the early going are 38 for 48 uh, in stolen base attempts. That's 79%. And now maybe maybe they're being more judicious and, and the right guys are running. Uh, but if, if they're stealing at 79%, uh, they might be able to expand uh, how much uh, they're running because that's a, that's a pretty uh, huge success rate. Uh, Milwaukee uh, starting pitcher Corbin Burns uh, averaged his average fastball uh, in his first start was 98.1 miles per hour, uh, which is a really encouraging sign that he'll be able to build on last season when he kind of came out of nowhere uh, to become an ace for the Brewers. Uh, now he he gave up a home run in the seventh inning of a start against uh, Minnesota. Byron Buxton uh, took him deep, uh, and and so Burns ended up on the losing side of an incredible pitchers duel uh, with uh, the Twins Jose Barrios. Uh, and that, that home run was the only hitter walk that Burns allowed. Uh, he struck out 11 in six and a third innings. Barrios went six perfect perfect innings, striking out 12. I mean, just a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over. College basketball tournament winds up tonight. But the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and Major League Baseball is here. So bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So now it's early, but uh, let's take a look at some players uh, you might want to grab off the waiver wire for this week. And we'll start uh, with 
some relievers who might be able to give you some saves and maybe you didn't expect that. Uh, Hector Neuris uh, for Philadelphia. And I, I suppose uh, given that uh, the, the Phillies went out and they added Archie Bradley and Jose Alvarado and they had some guys who, who might be able to challenge Neuris for that closers role. Uh, and, and given how poorly the Phillies bullpen performed in 2020, uh, the, the thought might be that someone else is going to close games, but that's not how it's uh, turned out. Uh, the Phillies are going with Neeris as their closer uh, once again. Uh, Toronto uh, reliever Julian Merriweather, um, and maybe he's not the, uh, the number one option. Uh, it could still be Jordan Romano, but uh, Merriweather is getting uh, late, uh, late inning high leverage situations uh, for the Blue Jays and, uh, and throwing in the high 90s and missing bats. So uh, worth keeping an eye on him, uh, whether he continues to get uh, those save opportunities. Now, he got, he got a 10th inning save against the Yankees uh, in that first series, but uh, keep an eye on, on how the Blue Jays handle uh, their late inning situations. Uh, and it looks like St. Louis is going to go with Alex Reyes uh, as their closer to start, which uh, a bit of a surprise. I thought Jordan Hicks might be the uh, the better option, uh, but and at the very least, whether the Cardinals might have uh, a committee going with uh, Hicks and Reyes, uh, Giovanni Gallegos, uh, Andrew Miller when you need a lefty. Uh, but right now it appears that Reyes is going to be their guy. Uh, and uh, in Baltimore with Hunter Harvey, uh, out. Uh, the, the closer's role is wide open and Cesar Valdez uh, has stepped in and he's earned a couple of saves early. I'm not sure uh, that I have great long-term faith in Cesar Valdez in that role, but uh, in the immediate, if you need somebody who's getting saves, he's getting those opportunities. Uh, now starting pitchers, uh, Trevor Rogers uh, for Miami has been one of the, the most popular ads early in the season because he had a fantastic spring, uh, struck out 29 in 19 innings. And you know, he, he struggled in seven starts as, as a rookie last year, but uh, you can kind of see the progress there that, that Rodgers could be in for a, a breakthrough kind of season for Miami. Uh, also, Boston's Tanner Houck, uh, who's getting uh, an opportunity to uh, start while Eduardo Rodriguez is out. And, and Houck was great in three starts for the Red Sox last season, uh, had a decent start for them on Saturday. Uh, and so you can, you know, Keep your fingers crossed that Houck is maybe going to be able to stick in that rotation, uh, even when Rodriguez is ready to return. And Seattle, you say Kikuchi uh, struck out ten in his uh, in his first start of the season. He had pretty strong underlying numbers last year. Uh, enough reason to be a little bit optimistic that he would have uh, good results. And uh, and his his first start was at least encouraging in that in that regard. That uh, Kikuchi might be able to. Uh, uh, provide fantasy value uh, over the course of this season. Now, uh, some of the hitters uh, you might want to add, and I mentioned Kyle Isbell, uh, the outfielder for Kansas City, also Michael Taylor uh, for Kansas City, who, who's hit a couple of home runs early, and you, know, you can uh, look look for some value in players who maybe you didn't have expectations for playing time. Uh, and there's Yerman Mercedes, the DH for the White Sox, uh, Taylor Trammell, uh, who's playing center field for Seattle. Uh, Kyle Lewis uh, appears like he's going to be out for at least a couple of weeks, and so that gives Trammell... Uh, some runway here to, you know, either prove that he can play in the major leagues or, or I guess, prove that he can't. Uh, but if, if he kind of takes advantage of the opportunity here for the next couple of weeks, uh, he, he might be able to sort of establish himself as a, a longer-term option for the Mariners. Uh, Miami second baseman Jazz Chisholm uh, and Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India, both, uh, you know, decent options maybe as middle infielders. Uh, Chisholm has some upside as a stolen base threat as well. Uh, and Texas first baseman, Nate Lowe, uh, who acquired from Tampa Bay in the offseason, 
He's a guy who who could get you 25 home runs uh, if he plays regularly, and it might kind of get lost uh, if the Rangers aren't contending. Uh, but Lowe uh, could be a, a pretty decent uh, corner infield option, uh, kind of uh, on the on the lower end of expectations. Uh, now let's take a look at some injuries uh, around Major League Baseball. And first, we've got Pittsburgh third baseman Kim Brian Hayes uh, put on the 10-day. Uh, injured list with a wrist injury. Uh, that's obviously d- disaster in Pittsburgh where they, they have one star uh, and it's Brian Hayes. Uh, but while he's out, Philip Evans uh, should get some playing time uh, at third base. Uh, Oakland center fielder Ramon Laureano jammed his wrist on a head first slide, may still miss a few more games, uh, but it's also not expected to be a long-term thing. Uh, Oakland uh, utility man uh, Chad Pinder suffered a knee injury, crashed into the outfield wall. Uh, Arizona shortstop Nick Ahmed is probably out until mid-April with a knee injury. Uh, and so that, that's not long-term. It's a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, the Diamondbacks are calling up uh, Geraldo Perdomo. Uh, uh, it's, and it may be too soon for Perdomo. He's, he's young. Uh, and But it's a taste of MLB action for a top 100 prospect. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see whether Perdomo uh, you know, can, can hit uh, now or whether this is just going to be a, a, a taste and he'll find out that uh, needs further development before he's major league ready. Uh, Baltimore left fielder Austin Hayes uh, is day-to-day with a hamstring injury, uh, as is Chicago White Sox shortstop uh, Tim Anderson, uh, who was pulled from uh, Sunday's game against the Angels. Uh, Cincinnati center fielder Jesse Winker uh, out due to illness. Uh, that opened the door for Nick Senzel uh, to get into the Reds lineup on the weekend. Uh, Houston left fielder Michael Brantley took a fastball off the wrist, but appears he's not going to miss significant time. That's, you know, you always uh, hold your breath when you, when you see that. And, uh, you know, for fantasy purposes, somebody, you know, take, takes one off the wrist and that happens in the blink of an eye. Uh, and, you know, you can lose them for months. Uh, Dodgers, uh, they put uh, relief pitcher Tony Gonsolin on the injured list with a shoulder injury. Now, you know, Gonsolin is obviously capable of starting, but uh, because he's on the Dodgers, uh, does not have a spot in their uh, deep, deep rotation. Uh, in Miami, uh, starting pitcher Eliezer Hernandez. His velocity was down on Saturday, being checked for a strained biceps. Not not very encouraging uh, for what he might be able to do this season. A Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's got a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are peanut butter chocolate and salted caramel. Now, Coconut Brownie Chunk won the... Uh, uh, Built Bar Madness uh, brackets, uh, but I'm still riding with my favorites, uh, peanut butter, uh, peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. And look, I have gone to an outdoor boot camp uh, for a while to uh, uh, help shed some LBs, and I've had some success uh, by leaning right into it with Built Bar as part of my post-workout routine. It gives my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you have 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order and enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Fantasy Baseball Addicts, you now have a resource to give you an advantage in your leagues. Locked on Fantasy Baseball. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast. 
in which I will use data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer some strategies, waiver wire pickups that will lead you to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. So let's take a look at some matchups uh, for Monday, uh, and then we'll get into DFS value uh, plays and start uh, with the Mets. Jacob deGrom, heavy favorite uh, at Philadelphia. He's minus 194, uh, and Matt Moore uh, is on the mound for Philadelphia, and I don't have a whole lot of faith in Matt Moore uh, given his. Uh, previous track record uh and and so i don't love paying minus 194 on Degrom, so i'm probably leaning towards uh the mets minus one and a half uh, where you can get get it at minus 120 uh because look Degrom is still uh, probably the best pitcher in baseball and, and so that's uh the side to be on uh, given again he's going against matt moore uh for los angeles uh, dustin may minus 147 at oakland uh, who has frankie montes on the mound uh, i i don't love uh, Montes, basically his performance ever since, uh, uh, getting busted for PEDs has me, uh, questioning him. Uh, and, uh, in the case of May, uh, he, he does have the powerhouse Dodgers lineup, uh, on his side. Now, a couple games that are at least interesting in terms of the matchups. I don't, don't know if I uh, would side with them, but, uh, Chicago White Sox, Carlos Rodon, uh, minus 115 at Seattle, uh, and Justice Sheffield. Looks like a competitive game, you know, Rodon trying to, uh, come back uh, for the White Sox and get back kind of on track to where he was before he got hurt. Uh, And Sheffield, uh, who showed some promise for uh, Seattle in in 2020, but uh, needs to build on that uh, if he's going to kind of stick as part of that Mariners rotation. And then uh, a couple of kind of dark horse pitching candidates this year, Tampa Bay's Michael Waka uh, is basically a pick of minus 105 uh, at Boston's Nick Pavetta. Uh, And now Pavetta, had, had flashed some potential uh, with Philadelphia, but uh, the overall results weren't terribly uh, impressive. Uh, but you know, you can always see see the strikeout numbers and think that oh, there there might be there might be something there. And in the case of Waka, uh, he was an effective starter, you know, as recently as 2018. Uh, but then injuries have started to uh, catch up to him, and his past couple of seasons have not been great. Uh, but you you go to Tampa Bay, and maybe they can you know, rehabilitate him and, and, you know, keep him on a, a limited pitch count where he, he goes five innings a start. And uh, there's an opportunity here uh, for Waka to uh, at least uh, salvage uh, his career because it uh, it had been going really well in the early years with St. Louis, but uh, not so well lately. Uh, now let's uh, take a look at some potential DFS value uh, plays for Monday. And we'll start with Carlos Rodon. Uh, the White Sox starter is just $6,700 at Seattle. Uh, in spring training, uh, Rodon had a 1.32 ERA, 0.73 whip, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. Yes, it's a small sample of spring training games, but uh, you know Rodon at the very least uh, was looking like he was on his way to being uh, you know an average major league starter uh, before getting hurt. And so, if it, if he turns out that he could be even better than that, well, that's a pretty good price uh, to get him against Seattle, who doesn't have you know the most formidable lineup. Uh, Milwaukee first baseman Keston Hura. Now we're uh, we're projecting here a bit. Uh, he's just forty four hundred dollars against the Cubs and Trevor Williams, uh, because Hura is zero for eleven to start the season, and so uh, some of this is thinking that he has to be due, uh, and some of it is that the matchup against Trevor Williams isn't a bad one either. Uh, San Diego second baseman Jake Cronenworth, uh, a DFS favorite uh, in two thousand twenty, just thirty four hundred dollars uh, against San Francisco's Anthony DiSclefani. Uh, and Boston uh, first and third base eligible Bobby Dahlbeck is $3,300 going up against Tampa Bay and Michael Waka. Uh, Dahlbeck is 0 for 10 to start the season, but he crushed 
the ball in spring training. Uh, and really, all you need is for him to crush one uh, to get good value at $3,300. Uh, San Diego center fielder, Tommy Pham, $3,700 against San Francisco and Di Sclafani. Uh, Pham's been hitting leadoff, uh, so even better uh, opportunity there for him to uh, put up some numbers for you. And that will do it uh, for today. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we will continue uh, you know, getting in, into serious work here uh, in the 2021 Major League Baseball season. Also, check out uh, Locked On Fantasy Hockey uh, as uh, the season heads towards the trade deadline. Uh, find these podcasts, subscribe, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today